Hey everybody, this is Curtis from the podcast letting you know that we're sponsored by Twitch. Twitch is a community where people can watch a cat play a piano or you can watch somebody play a video game. That's a regular thing too. There's a lot of amazing content on Twitch and you can find content creators that fit what you like to watch. And if you don't quite find what you're looking for, start streaming it yourself. We hope that you're going to love the world of Twitch because it's such an inviting world with tons to offer and there's really no limit to what the imagination brings. Check out Twitch today. Welcome back to the Two Angry Gamers podcast. Uh, it's just me and Jamie today. How's it going, Jamie? Yeah. Going. It's going. A little tired. A little cold. Yeah. Uh, Dennis is busy uh, living his best truck simulator life. And uh, Lucas is getting a, a cat butthole tattoo. So, you know what? It's uh, life. Life is good. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh. Speak of the devil. There's Lucas. How's it going, buddy? Good. I only have five minutes. It freaking closed on me. I had to freaking open it. The Apple put in everything. The fuck? Oh. <laughs> How's it going, Lucas? What's new? Good. I only have five minutes. So you get my review of Sonic Frontiers, and that's about it. And then I got to go. Okay. I got to get breakfast here. Very quickly, how is Sonic Frontiers? Are we recording? Yeah. Okay, what's up, bitches? <laughs> I interrupted everyone. Fuck you. I'm the king. Anyway, so... <laughs> uh, Sonic Frontiers uh, is one of probably the best games that has Sonic come out in 3D in probably 20 years. Uh, I think it's one of the best. However, there is two problems with it. Uh, one, uh, the issue is that when you go and click uh, collect stuff right at the beginning, no one tells you what the fuck you're doing with these collect symbols. Mm. However, if you go into the help icon, it goes... Hey, collect these things. We'll tell you later what you're supposed to use for it. So I had a really huge issue with that. That was like stupid. Uh, the other one is that the zones or the acts or whatever you want to call it are boring as shit. They are short. They are stupid. And like, there's no point to them. The music is great. The music doesn't really add to the zones. Like, you know, if you play like Emerald Coast Zone, like, oh, like this is great. It's playing like tropical, you know, Jamaican beats or whatever the hell. And that, you know, Michael Jackson. And so basically what you're going to be doing here is that the zones, you go in there, you collect stuff, you go out and that's it. The combat, the music, the boss fights, Sonic. And I think this story is going to go very, very dark. I think Sonic's going to learn a lesson about like, no matter what you do, like you're going to like it's things happen bad and you can't do anything about it. I think it's the story's gonna go. I haven't finished it yet, but the story's gonna go dark. Um, right. I think everybody should pick up Sonic Frontiers. I think you should support this game because Sonic Frontiers Two, because it's probably gonna come out with Sonic Frontiers Two, is gonna be a lot better. And I really hope Sonic 
team, I think it's Sonic Team made this one, uh, should um, uh, look at this and make sure the zones and the collectibles become more of like um, like a Banjo Kazooie and the zones. Even if they turn the zones not 3D, if like they're trying to save data or it's too long to build them, go get the Sonic Team that used to be the 2D games for Sonic Advance 2 or even Sonic 2 and just make it a 2D fucking good adventure. People would appreciate that. Even Sonic uh, Mania. Make it a Sonic Mania level. And that's the issue I have with is that the zones don't have that sort of polish and greatness. It's kind of like the same thing they did for uh, Mario 64 where you run around the castle, you had fun and then when you go in the zone, it's like this big huge adventure and playground. The same thing should be with Sonic. So that's my only issues. Um, I think Sonic Adventures 2... I was on Adventures 2. Sonic Frontiers should get like a, probably a 9 out of 10. It's pretty freaking good. That's it. Okay. That's my go review. Enjoy, go enjoy your, your, your cat butthole tattoo. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to get a tattoo. I'll picture it later. Bye. Bye. Well, there we go. <laughs> that was exciting. Uh, well, we're going to derail back to uh, news. And uh, no, there's no PlayStation Plus yet because they haven't announced what's coming in December. <laughs> Last week. I'm going to load up Epic and see what they got because I did not write it down and I'm sure... Uh, it's, it's Evil actually, Dead is one of them and I don't remember what the other one was. It's but Evil like, Dead's good. It's yeah. a surprisingly very good week for Epic Games because they've been yeah. kind of garbage, let's be honest. And we can all be honest with our, ourselves. Um, so there's three things available. There's the epic cheerleader pack for Rumbleverse for literally the two people that give a fuck about that. Um, Dark Deity, which it has a four out of five on Epic. And it looks like like a traditional like NES style RPG. So... There's that. But most importantly, yes, Evil Dead the Game, which literally came out this year, is being given away for free. So that's cool. Pretty good one. Yeah. And I think there's some free DLC for that game too. Like I think there's some paid stuff too, but Yeah. Yeah, I think you can like get some of the some free cosmetics in that game. Mm -hmm. But even then, like I see here like there's different bundles for like 10 5 bucks, so it's pretty cheap. Because they're getting the base game for free. If you want to get that DLC, you can probably nab most of it for around 20 bucks, which is not too bad. Again, I'm just mm -hmm. very surprised because I never thought we would have gotten like a game from this year being given away for free. But I'm guessing it probably didn't sell nearly as well as they were expecting. Yeah. So, um, uh, if, if anything to like boost the player base is cool with me. Just like keep keep people playing it uh so that they can support it and make more levels and stuff because i did enjoy it uh i haven't played a ton of it but now i'll probably play a little bit more because i have some friends that didn't want to get it that probably now get it for free and will play with me so well i also saw two it was on sale on playstation down to like 20 bucks mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. like even if you're not a pc gamer you can still get it relatively cheap although i wonder i think there is cross play with that so yeah, i think you can play yeah so yep um so yeah i mean even if you pick it up for free on pc and your buddies pick it up for like 20 bucks it's still relatively good savings so i mean obviously free is better like i actually had a friend who posted in our group chat he's like 
uh, Evil Dead's like 20 bucks on PlayStation. I'm like, you can get it on PC. It's like actually fully free, but <laughs> like, and unlike PlayStation where like you have to keep your PS Plus membership to keep access to those games, like it, it's just free forever. So, um, yeah. And then uh, next week is um, Star Wars Squadrons, which is also quite good. That's pretty um, good one. Arguably, I think you'd, it's better if you have a flight stick, which not everyone has. But mm-hmm. also, too, like I should say, they last, not this week, but the week before, they said they just announced the Rumbleverse, and Evil Dead was kind of a surprise. Same with Dark Deity, although, again, maybe not people don't care nearly as much about dark deity but something tells me star wars squadrons there's probably another game in there that they haven't announced yet so yeah i feel like they've had squadrons on uh free already but maybe not maybe i'm thinking about playstation having that's free. probably it i bought star wars squadrons like one super cheap on one of the epic sales because it was like something mm-hmm. like yeah like I mean, it was already pretty cheap. It was like $40, and then I think they took 15 off. Yeah. yeah. So I got it pretty cheap. But yeah, it's a fun little game. And again, if you have a um, flight stick, I think it makes it more enjoyable. But even then, I think it's still pretty pretty fun worth checking out. So, um, Yeah. So there's that. And Amazon Prime, I think it's all pretty much the same as last time. The big one was Fallout Vegas, so... Go, go pick that up if you haven't already. Cool. On to the news. Control 2 announced for PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X slash S. Hell yes. Yeah. I really love Control, so this is exciting. I knew that they were talking about uh, making... Or they, or they had like pretty much mentioned that they were probably going to be making a sequel, but the fact they've officially announced it is uh, good. Good. Gives me hope. Yes. And I think they said it might not be, like, a direct sequel. It might just take place in that universe with different characters, which I'd be yep. also... Okay totally with. fine with me. Yep. yep. Totally fine with me. Yeah. yeah I uh, just think that the lore they built out for that, that series was so good. And the fact that it ties into Alan Wake and all that stuff is just awesome. So just yeah. keep building upon that weird Supernatural X-Files bullshit. And, uh, yeah, I'm all about it. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I love the gameplay of that game. Like, it just played... It's, like, nothing I've ever played. Well, okay. I did play, like, some PsyOps game on PS2 that was very yes. similar to it, but... I remember that game. Yeah. That's probably about it, but... Yeah. Um, they did say that it's still a ways off, so we're probably nowhere close. Because I think they're still very early on in development, so yeah. don't expect it probably next year or the year after, even, probably, but... Yeah, it's coming eventually. Uh, speaking of something coming, something that's coming much sooner, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Completed Edition will release on December 14th, 2022. So, like, a little less than a month away on X, our PS5, Xbox Series X, slash S, and PC. Awesome. This is basically the next-gen upgrade for Witcher 3. So, yeah. I you... thought, so, so what's crazy is, like, I pretty sure at one point they're like all right we're, de- we're not going to be working on this for a bit and then all of a sudden they're just like hey it's out in like three weeks like i feel like that was the like i don't think anywhere in between they were like hey we're, we're working on the witcher again they just kind of did it in the in quiet and then now they're like it's ready almost uh, yeah um 
And then also, too, like, apparently it's also going to feature some Netflix DLC, too. Okay. I don't know. It's a free upgrade, I believe, if you have The Witcher on PS4. Uh, I don't know how... I'm guessing it's going to be the same thing for PC. It'll just include all the updates. Um, yeah, in but yeah, tweet, if you have, like, last gen, it's like, yeah, you get it. Yeah, in a tweet they said the next gen update is coming on December 14th free for anyone who already owns the game, so... Um, yeah, and then I, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't think there's any extra cost for PlayStation and and Xbox, because sometimes they do that, but then also, too, like, we had Overwatch 2, where literally it was just a patch for Overwatch, and it was like, okay. Right, right. Um, yeah, apparently it's going to have ray tracing, faster loading times, um, yeah, and, oh, and apparently the rumor of the DLC... Uh, okay. Apparently, too, there's a rumor that they'll also bundle in all the the release DLC thus far into the mainline game, but that hasn't been confirmed. So, like, if you got, like, the non-complete edition, you probably will... Just get the DLC. Yeah, which I guess makes sense. It's been out for a while, and even, like, the complete edition has been the one that's usually on sale now, so... I can't imagine too many people are still with Witcher 3 without all that DLC, but, yeah. I feel like I bought this game, like, three times. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, cause I, I originally bought the, the disc copy, and then I bought all the DLC for the disc copy, and then I bought the the digital Game of the Year copy on PlayStation. <laughs> and I also yeah. have it on PC, so I can play it on my Steam Deck. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I'll play it wherever. Just give me give me the update. I want to see the new... Uh, yeah, I've been actually thinking of PS5. I've been actually debating like, do I replay this again? And if I do, it's probably gonna be on the Steam Deck because yeah. I imagine it'll run pretty well. It already runs relatively well, but right. would run a whole lot better. And yeah, apparent and there's rumors too that it might also include the next the Netflix themed Witcher DLC, which will have Geralt and whatnot look very similar to how he is in the Netflix series. So. If that's your thing, you want it to be very much true to the show, uh, that's an option. So, apparently, it's just a rumor for now. By the way, I should specify. So, to redo that uh, that DLC so that it uses the new because they got rid of Henry Cavill again, and now it's uh, it's the lesser Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth, yeah. Yes, yeah. All right. Um, Atomic Heart development is a complete mess. Uh, game files have possibly leaked for that game, so that's. Not I feel good. like this game's been in development for like five years. It feels like. Yeah. Well, apparently, like, um, yeah. There's, st- like, apparently they've gone through personnel changes and everything else, and it's just. Yeah, it's apparently pretty bad. And then also, too, yeah, apparently, like, game files have possibly leaked, and it's just not a good look for everything right now. That um, sucks. Yeah. Whether, um... Yeah. And I don't know if they're linked, but... Yeah, it definitely seems like things are, are not going well. But here's... Like, some people thought maybe the, um... 
maybe they're just kind of like these are not real gameplay or screenshots but then the parent company went and like basically put out season to desist and had all the images taken down which tells me that yeah it's probably probably, probably true yeah. um yeah. uh okay uh amazon relaunches it's very popular buy two get one free game sale uh features many recently released games so yeah nice more of a more of just a general thing but um yeah that's uh i don't know about I, time for those about time for those deals the deals time of the year get your what? games it's i always forget like that i should be waiting until this time of year to start buying a bunch of shit that i'm like mediocre like excited about uh and then i i get to this time i've already bought some shit. we got this for like 20 bucks like yeah well and i'm wondering too if it's gonna like work with like any black friday sale prices like oh yeah because yeah. if you can get like say two games at 50 percent deals right yeah i wonder if it stacks but um yeah it was a, it was a very popular promotion back in the day i remember like even i would go and like yeah get two games and get like a third one for free i mean especially you know you you can save up games that you want to buy and not just buy them right away and then yeah just right all at once there um but yeah that's that's back and a lot of people like that so many people were happy that they can do that um resident evil 4 remake includes in-app or in-game sorry purchases according to esrb rating summary uh people were of course freaking out because they're like Oh my god, I gotta pay for shit in it's, Resident Evil Resident Evil 4? Yeah, um, I'm guessing it's for the mercenary stuff. If I had to guess that it's something related to that. Or or it's cosmetics. Because uh, they don't usually have much else for DLC uh, that would be an in-game purchase, right? Like, Well, it's funny you say that because I actually looked it up because I was a little curious. And like both the Resident Evil 3 and the Resident Evil 2 remakes had some light dlc uh yeah mostly to do with like unlocking things early like so keys, right yeah. yeah yeah like there's a, a dlc thing you can buy for like 12 bucks and it basically just unlocks like all the weapons early and everything like it basically just kind of it's like a paid cheat code almost kind of right right um and then yeah there is some uh like costumes and stuff so i don't think it's gonna be as bad as some people are thinking and it's probably in line with like what they did with the resident evil 2 and 3 remakes which i'm fine with i know when i bought resident evil 2 they include for some reason i bought some bundle that included the all in-game rewards unlocked so it's like yeah it's it's fine. Don't worry about it, guys. You can just, you know, if you don't want that stuff, you don't have to buy it. It's it's fine. I can't imagine it's going to be anything that's, like, substantial. Like, they're not going to make you buy, like, new level that is... No. Already. Like, I can't imagine that's what it's going to be. It's got to be something like, oh, get, get the Resident Evil 4 Leon skin where he looks just, you know, like a shitty uh, GameCube model instead of the new one or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. 
like, okay, and, like, I would not complain if, like, there was a side story where you play as the dude with the chainsaw and get his backstory. Like, there you go. He wakes up, and his wife's bitching at him, and he's, she's like, don't forget your chainsaw. And he's like, fine. <laughs> don't, and your bag. Don't yeah. forget your bag head. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, do we get a little side story for him? Uh, I mean, if it's not what I think it's going to be, which is, like, the all-game rewards and some costume stuff, the one thing I could see is maybe, like, a side story for Ada. Because mm, that's true. Yeah. they've been fleshing her out a little bit, so... But we'll see. Uh, I It'll don't be, think it's... Uh, Ashley is a playable character oh. or whatever. Oh gosh. The the prison setter. Yeah. <laughs> Leon, Leon. <laughs> That's all you do the whole game. I mean, <laughs> they could. They could, They're probably going to flesh out some people and characters, and I mean, Ashley could be one of them. I want. I would love <laughs> if they tried to make Ashley badass this time. Like. <laughs> yeah, she gets like, guns. She she wasn't badass. She gets chainsaw. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. She's going to get, like, some badass <laughs> pistol, and it's going to be like, what? <laughs> um, but, yeah. that I don't think it's nearly as bad as people are thinking. But Probably not. Yeah. Calm down, everybody. It's, it's, it's still going to be Resident Evil 4. <laughs> um, Baldur's Gate 3 is going to need an update before the end of the year. Mm. So, New, new... Anything new announced for it? Or is it just going to be they like mostly just patch. teased it but yeah mo- like if it was nothing like if it was just like a balance changes or something they would have just probably just done it but yeah somebody tells me there's going to be maybe like some people have speculated they could add the second act in just because oh man it's That's been right. mostly just the first act for a long ass time yeah um i would personally like to see like maybe some few more subclasses added necromancer That'd be great cross fingers we get horizon walker ranger (laughs) but uh baldur's gate 3 a game that they just keep adding a little bit to each time because they know that i'm gonna keep playing it because i will yeah that game is like such a weird like exercise in early access and how you can use it to fund the development of your Cause like there's there's absolutely they're like hey we want to make this game we don't have enough money to make it all you know like just the whole thing out and wait until it's done we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna piecemeal put it out there and people will just buy it as they want uh, we can use some of that early yeah it's just very interesting because it's like most times games just come out you play it and they'll add DLC later this is like literally yeah. a game where you buy this bare bones and they keep adding basically almost the of like free dlc right and it seems like they've been pretty good about listening to player like criticism and feedback and putting some of those changes too so yeah um, yeah larry and larry and those that's good stuff so i'm i'm pretty confident that by the end of it we'll have an awesome full-fledged game mm-hmm. so we'll see what they announce um yeah also too the game is supposed to launch next year so part of me thinks right. like the second act probably is realistic because that you could still save the third act for the last one. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. Uh, and then finally, legendary Sonic designer Yuji Naka arrested in Japan for insider trading. Should say also too. It's just he's he's accused of it, so he might be found not sure. guilty. But yeah, insider trading. 
apparently it centers around a studio called Aiming, which in 2020 uh, was announced as the developer of a new Dragon Quest game called Tact. Um, okay, yeah, that was a mobile game, I think. Yeah. Um, and apparently uh, a Square Enix employee knew about it before it was announced. And along with a friend, purchased a ton of shares in Aiming, hoping to profit from when the share price went up. So, um, well, can't do that. Yeah. No, no. And uh, yeah, so people are saying that Naka is credited as maybe being a part of that. Um, so it's it's a yeah. At least he's accused of knowing that the Aiming deal was was going to go public. And, like, he knew about it before it was going to go public. So, um, apparently, he bought 10,000 shares in the company before it was, before the announcement came out. So That's suspicious, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, <sighs> yeah, it's, you know, make jokes. He's got to go fast. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just crazy. It's just like, oh, what the fuck, dude? Like. But yeah, apparently not paying their uh, their people over there were well enough. They gotta make some side cash doing insider trading. I imagine some dude probably told them like, dude, if you do this, you're gonna get so rich. He's like, ah, really? And then like, no one else was like the other, you know, like the angel in his ear saying like, you probably shouldn't do this. Mm-mm. Oh. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's it for news. Um, yeah, I guess we can get on with, uh, what we've been playing. Jamie, why don't you start us out this week? What have you been playing? Sure. Uh, I'll talk about the stuff that I had previously been playing a little bit first, just because, uh, they'll spend a little bit more time on the game. But, uh, yeah, played a little bit more Modern Warfare 2. Um, they released the new season of... Uh, or the first season, I should say, um, for the multiplayer this week, or last week. And uh, so the season pass is now active. And it's kind of cool. They actually, uh, it's not like a linear, like, here's 100 levels and trying through it in order type thing. You can kind of, like, pick and choose what you unlocked, um, the order that you wish to unlock it. So there's a little bit of, like, you have to unlock this node in this map for this one, but uh, it gives you a little bit of freedom to kind of go around and pick the, the way you're going to go through the list of stuff that you can unlock. So, the battle pass, instead of looking like a line, it's basically an overworld map, uh, and each map has like four unlocks uh, that you can pick in any order, and then a fifth unlock that you get once the other four are unlocked. Cool. Um, so yeah, they, they have like a couple new guns on the pass, uh, a couple like skins, and Call of Duty points. Um, and yeah, I think with the Vault Edition, we got 50 free tiers, which is kind of awesome. Because it's yeah. basically like... I definitely and... just used all of that <laughs> right away. Yep. <laughs> yep. I just went through, I was like, wow, this is like half the pass. Okay, cool. Uh, so I, I, I used... Uh... playing much multiplayer? Like, or are you mostly playing single player right now? Uh, so I finished the campaign... Finished the campaign 100%. Like, I, I went through uh, because God of War was coming out, and I'm like, you know what? I need to make some space on this PlayStation hard drive. It's super huge. 
Um, so I went through and I played the campaign, uh, finished it, did all the trophies that existed for multi- or single player and uh, uninstalled the campaign. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I thought the campaign was good. Um, I think it starts off a little slow, uh, but as you get to the end, it definitely picks up. And there's some really cool missions. Some of them you're like rolling a, a gunship. Uh, there's a couple other sniping ones that are pretty good. Uh, there's a whole mission where you're like uh, using like uh, closed circuit TV cameras um, to kind of like move one of your teammates around. It's 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 overall a pretty fun, uh, unique campaign. Um, but there's a lot of different doing it. Um, like I said, I played it on veteran. I was trying to get all the trophies, so it was a little bit of a couple of the of the challenges I was trying to do that got a little frustrating in the middle um, because you get killed pretty quick in veteran. Uh, but other than that, I thought it was pretty. Uh, and, it, and, the, and the difficulty was my own doing. I didn't have to play that hard. I could just play it on normal and it would have been fine. Um, but yeah, single player is great. Uh, the multiplayer I played, I've been playing mostly uh, just team deathmatch and uh, domination, all the, the, the classic game modes. Um, okay. But they also they also added like this new uh, mode that's kind of tied into the Warzone 2 stuff. Um, where it's called DMZ, and I really need to check it out because basically you get to like enter into the map. Uh, you have to kill some uh, AI-controlled players and stuff, and then you extract to kind of take the loot out. Uh, so it's very similar to like kind of like the hunt uh, mm. or like um, the what's the other one that people. Uh, Tarkov, uh, like there, there's a whole like mission system in it. It's kind of bonkers, actually. Like, but you can you can earn like unique uh, skins and weapons that you can't get anywhere else playing this DM mode. And uh, it seems like it could be a lot of fun. So I definitely I'm trying to get some people that uh, are playing the game play uh, that particular mode with me. Um, give it a shot. Nice. But yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, overall, still loving. The uh, multiplayer, I think now that I've gotten a little bit more used to the maps, I'm um, doing a little bit better. Uh, and I, I think I think when I checked my the other day, it was over a one. So that's good. Uh, so, uh, But yeah, I'm still going to keep playing that. I'll probably play that for the whole season. Uh, finish unlocking everything. Uh, you know, as long as they keep adding maps that are interesting and stuff like that, I'll probably pick up as fast as they come. Um, also been playing through Marvel Snap. Um, nice. Just can't stop playing that game. Man, it's good. Uh, I, I'm pretty much still in the first pool of cards because I've been trying to grind my uh, my ranking a little bit, uh, and the first pool players are fucking terrible. Uh, <laughs> so there's a lot of matches you get where just if if someone was actually familiar with a card game and the, they would never make some of these moves and i know that there's some like ai players that are mixed in there but like for the most part i'm pretty sure at this point i've only been playing i'm pretty players. sure the ai plays better than some of the human players because like oh for sure for sure uh just to chime it, in a little bit like man some of these people have never played a card game in their life and just don't understand like synergies like I saw yeah. someone throw down a Hawkeye, and, like, Hawkeye is a card where you have to put down another card after Hawkeye for him to yep. boost his power. And then they go pay a fucking card in, like, another On fucking another... location. Yes. And I'm like, yes. you guys are so dumb. Sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, no, I, I agree 100%. Like, it is super weird to, like, play a round against someone and then see, like, like, you know that if you played this Iron Man here, he, like, doubles everyone's, uh, everyone's damage or everyone's power, uh, and, and you played it on a, on a zone by himself. Like, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? Yeah. Like, I guess maybe later on you could put something else there and it would have boosted it, but, like, I know that you had a, a you had, like, a fucking devil dinosaur on this one over here. If you put him over there, you have, like, a 50-point, like, uh, zone there, and, and I don't know why you wouldn't do that. But, okay, sure, I'll take the win. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, it, it's been super weird that players are so uh, terrible on the, on the early pools. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to end up picking up the season pass. I haven't done it yet, but I've, I've basically been, like... Uh, uh, waiting until I get a little bit further into the season. There's really no bonus, I don't think, for actually buying it early and then finding out that, like, you got distracted and didn't unlock everything. I uh, think you get, need... like, Black Panther the card early. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing <laughs> with that game, too. Like, they put out new locations, and, like, sometimes, like, just different cards are more better for different locations when they have these, like, right. small events. So I'm like, yep. I have thought of getting the season pass, but then I'm also like, do I need it? Like, do I really need Black Panther? Probably not. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the 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 one that was like this last week was like, put two cards on the board and they'll fight each other with it, and the card with the lowest uh, power gets destroyed. So I just throw a fucking Colossus on there because he can't be destroyed, and then I yeah. usually just wait until a later turn to put something else on there. And uh, yeah, it's great. Um, I mean that that game is so good at like like just gradual uh rewards like you just constantly are getting cards it feels mm -hmm. like even the cards that you have they just start looking cooler and cooler as you play i think they just did a really good job of keeping you engaged without like feeling like you're just spinning your wheels if you get stuck in like a like a ranking where you're like oh man i'm just losing and i can't get out of this particular rank um mm -hmm. which it's not happening yet uh <laughs> But if yeah. but if I was, I'd still be having fun because it's like you know they just they're constantly unlocking stuff and um, it's yeah. so fast and easy to get into a game and out of a game. I could just like oh man, I'm 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 about to eat uh, dinner. Let me just play a quick game while I'm waiting for my microwave to finish. Like it's, it's yeah. that fast. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's really good. I I will keep playing Marvel Snap uh, and see if, if they're going to keep adding cards to it. I think think they got a winner there uh and as long as they keep supporting it it's going to do really well um yeah the last thing i've been playing uh has been god of war ragnarok uh which came out a couple fridays ago now um holy shit this game is good <laughs> uh let's just start off by saying it is it is one of the most visually stunning games i've ever seen um sony has once again like really at the bar super high for their own hardware. Uh, I don't think there's another game on the PS5 that's going to look any soon. Uh, the lighting is incredible. The environments are incredible. The characters are incredible. It's just all around just stunning looking. Um, and and it starts off in like such a giant action moment that like you, it just it hits the ground running and it doesn't ever stop it feels like uh, for at least the first couple hours you're just going and, and getting new little bits of story and trying to further the plot 
Um, but yeah, God of War picks up where the 2018 God of War left off with a couple years later. Um, so everyone's a little older. They've been around a little uh, longer together. And uh, you can tell, like, as soon as you boot up the game, uh, they've had some adventures that you have not been privy to. Um, mm. They're still talking about all their old adventures that you had in the 2018 version. Uh, one of the things I really like about the game is they they have a really good, uh, like, what is it? What's like ambient dialogue, I guess, is the way to, to explain it. Like, so you'll just be like walking around and you have a uh, companion named Amir who is like a talking head. Um, and uh, he'll just start talking about like what you've been doing. And, and then he'll get derailed and start talking about a story about something that you did in like the first game. Uh, and I think it's just really cool how they interweave like some storytelling stuff in there just with this like random like. Uh, dialogue that just plays while you're just walking around doing shit, um, and it's it's a it's actually a very effective tool at giving like characters some backstory and some character building. And it's 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 incredible how much dialogue there actually is in this game because it just it's nonstop. Like you're constantly talking, you're constantly having a story told to you or some little bit of backstory revealed uh, through these little um, characters lines that are that are being played throughout your adventure um aside from all that the combat is fantastic it's very tight if you're familiar with the combat from the previous game it's it's an extension off that for sure um i don't know if there's really much different from it from what i can remember but it's you get the axe you get the blades of chaos to start and get the shield um I'm sure there's going to be new weapons that show up. If I have to guess, there's there's two that I'm thinking you'll end up getting at some point. Um, that I've seen already, uh, but we'll see if that's the case. Uh, but yeah, you can really build some combos um, that are that are satisfying by flipping between the axe, and throwing it, and the blades of chaos, and knocking people up in the air and stunning them, and then you know, performing some finishing moves. It's 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 very satisfying. Uh, it feels meaty and weighty and uh and it's just it never feels like you're just doing a button mash like a lot of combat games like this have felt in the past like it feels like everything has to be deliberate which is really cool um i'm playing it on on the hardest difficulty which is a decision that i don't know if i regret yet but i it, it's definitely tricky um what happens if you if you start fighting an enemy and uh you damage to them but you don't finish them off if you leave them alone they'll like do this thing where they kind of buff themselves up and give themselves some more uh experience levels so like you'll be fighting it'll be level two if you if this this little power up move happens they'll bump up to like a level three and that'll be harder to kill um but you can interrupt that by hitting them before they actually uh finish the move so you can use atreus to kind of like ping him with arrows while you're doing other things or you can whack him yourself uh kind of happening but it keeps you from from being able to like just kind of you know pick away at things and avoid them kind of got to like, stay in the mix in order to beat everything this uh, mechanic is, is there um but yeah i think the story is fantastic so far i'm, I'm probably about i want to say i'm like 12 hours in uh okay which is it sounds like a lot but i think this game is massive to the point where it's really not mm. um 
I've spent a lot of time because, like I said, I'm on hard. I've had a lot of encounters that probably have taken me like a little bit longer than they would most people because they probably won't play it on that difficulty. Um, I I just I had to fight a lot of things multiple times because of that uh, combat got kind of tough in some spots. But I think it's 12 hours in. I'm, I'm I don't even know. I don't even know like what the percentage is. There's nine worlds. I've been to three of them, I think. Um, and one of them is like the hub world or something. <laughs> like it's it's not like like it's it's slowly revealing all these these areas and they're massive and there's tons of secrets and it's just a lot to do. Um, but yeah, it's, it's everything in it is done really well. Uh, but can't recommend it enough. I had to give God of War Ragnarok a score. I say it's it's incredible. Um, nice. Yeah, I, I I think if you're not if you're on a PS5 and you have the opportunity to get uh, there's it'd be foolish not to if you're even totally interested in that sort of uh, action RPG flat uh, beat 'em up kind of thing. Um, mm. Really good. It's really well done. And I can't wait for it to come to PC in like a couple of years when it'll like make it look like real life because they, they seem to do that. Uh, they, they'll put it out a couple of years later and it'll be even better than the version that's out on consoles. Well, like uh, Miles Morales just came out on uh, PC and I feel like that came out on PS5 like what, two years ago, I want to say? Yeah, yeah. I think that was so... like when it launched, which was probably 2019, right? Or late 2019. Yeah. I think is when it came out, so... Yeah, that sounds about right. So, um, yeah, cool. Uh, oh, I'm playing some stuff. A lot of new stuff. Uh, I did pick up Pokemon Violet uh, because I'm a huge Pokemon fan, and I was looking forward to this one. And uh, yeah. <laughs> It's it's not the most popular game right now. Uh, if you look online, uh, yeah, I don't think it's being helped that sites like IGN or Kotaku and all that are posting like, look at this compilation clips of all these bugs, and it's like you could probably do that for almost any game to be honest. But right. it's just it's not helping. And uh, my experience with the game is to say it does have some performance issues but with some stipulations that i would say like for me at least in my personal experience i ran into some slowdown when using it in handheld mode which i predominantly use my switch in docked mode so i haven't had too many issues with that and then also too like uh there was something that came out that said that it was like kind of due to like a, a cache issue and if you reset your switch when you start to see it slow down it'll fix it and i've done that now and i've noticed that even in handheld mode it doesn't have that slow down for quite some time so i mean i'm sure a formal fix is coming but also this is kind of the first time pokemon games have ever had issues like this um so i'm sure pokemon companies a little bit like how do we tackle this because they've never had a game with this kind of level of issues or slowdown so um but yeah so there are issues i don't like for me personally it hasn't hindered my enjoyment of the game uh 
particularly i i've actually been having a lot of fun so to like sort of give a little bit of a background on what's different with this one over like the last few games is like uh you start off as a student at some pokemon academy the first like hour of the game is kind of introducing you to characters in the academy and then it lets you loose and there's sort of three main paths that you can take in the game uh one of which is you can take out this version this game's version of like the uh team rocket and uh they have these bases set up throughout the region that you can go and visit and very interestingly enough it turns the gameplay from a turn-based uh rpg into uh kind of like an auto fighter kind of it's hard to describe but basically like your first three pokemon just go out and without you having any control will just fight all the pokemon in that base and oh. you're pretty much just going with them it's very strange but it's also there's a little bit of strategy too because it's it's your first three pokemon so you have to figure out what pokemon are going to be in that base uh which three are you going to be putting in your top three slot so that when they come out you have a chance like if you're going into a water base and you put a fire pokemon in your top three well it's not going to last that long but if you put like a grass and two electrics or something well yeah you're, you're gonna have a pretty good chance so there's that um there's also these legend like legendary pokemon these beasts that like roam the land and you have to try to take them out uh or capture them and in doing so you uh unlock new abilities for your pokemon that you can ride on in this game you can't you actually catch a legendary pokemon early on but the game kind of tells you like he's not in fighting shape you can't use him in battle he's basically just for riding around and even when you first get him he could pretty much just be rode on in terms of like as like a motorcycle kind of uh but he can't like for instance um he doesn't have the ability to uh go on water he can't fly he can't swim like he's he's very limited so by fighting those beasts you unlock different abilities for that pokemon um so each one of these kind of things gives you different rewards for going through and beating them uh and then of course there's a standard uh gym battle path that most people are probably familiar with and that's the one i was kind of keeping on for the longest time until i kind of realized that these other ones have some pretty good rewards um so I've, I'm only like two gyms in just because I've been very distracted with various things in a good way. Like it's a good open world uh, where I would say like the problem with a lot of open world games is they're just very empty with nothing to do. Uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet gives you a ton to do. And there's been cases where I'm just walking around and now you can see the Pokemon in this living world. So you can go and maybe you see a Pokemon that's rare and whereas before you would have to go into the grass and hope for RNG to be on your side and you get that Pokemon appears. Now you can just walk and you can see that Pokemon walking around. You can be like, hey, that's that's like a Pokemon I want to get. So you go walk up to it and you initiate a battle. Um, there is some things that I do I do wonder what happened in that like Pokemon Legends Arceus came out earlier this year. I imagine they were both made by two different teams. I mean that would just make sense, but I think I'm a little baffled why the two teams didn't communicate together because it just seems like there were some choices of things in Pokemon Legends Arceus that didn't make its way into this game and should have. Uh, for instance, capturing Pokemon in Pokemon Legends Arceus, you didn't need to initiate a battle. You could just find your Pokemon, 
uh, you could hide in the grass, like you could be stealth, and you could chuck a Pokeball at it, and you know, based on different parameters, you could catch the Pokemon without even initiating a battle. But in this, you have to initiate a battle just to capture Pokemon, which is pretty on par for like some of the earlier games. But I was kind of surprised they didn't incorporate some of the that mechanic from Pokemon Legends Arceus, because um, that would have just been nice. Like if I could, the game even has a crouch button, and I'm like, what's the point of me crouching if I'm not able to like capture a Pokemon? Like if I have to initiate a battle, what's the point of having a stealth mechanic? But I don't know. Maybe someone could explain that to me. But um yeah and then yeah most of the pokemon are are so far pretty there's a good variety and because you see so many of them like i've actually been capturing way more pokemon than i usually have like early on in a pokemon game like i think i have something like 60 pokemon caught already oh what? yeah and it's just because like i'm wandering around and i have a ton of pokeballs and i just have a ton of i just see them and i'm like okay i want this one i want that one and so right now my big thing is like i do want uh one that can learn false swipe so i can use that but yeah that's pretty much it um so that's kind of my focus right now is trying to get one that i can use to like use false swipe so that i can easily catch some other pokemon because false swipe just kind of gets your pokemon the opponent pokemon down to like one hp which makes it almost like the easiest to catch and then if you can teach your your false swipe Pokemon, like some status ailments like Paralyze or Sleep or whatever, makes it even easier. So I'm just trying to get one of those Pokemon so I can just make capturing a little bit easier. But I'm probably like six hours in. And yeah, two gyms. And um, yeah, even the gyms are a little different now too, where you have to do like a, a task before you can uh, battle the, the gym leader. So... And I should also mention that you can t tackle the gyms in any order you want. So you don't have to do it in a particular order. You can tackle whatever gym you want. And from what I can tell, it looks like the level scale. So the first one you fight will be like around level 15. The next one will be like around level 30, etc. So, um, yeah. Like, for instance, I tackled uh, the bug one first and then I did the water one second. So, yeah. You can kind of tackle them as you want, which is kind of new and interesting so nice uh yeah i i don't know it's really tough because there's a lot about this uh, on like a conceptual level i'm like this is really cool i'm loving this there's also a part of me that thinks that like people are gonna probably have issues with this game and i wonder how much it's gonna matter for some people um i don't know for now like i'm sitting at an eight out of ten i do think this is quite good i don't i don't think it's as good as arceus so far but We'll see. I'm only like six hours in, so I still got plenty to play. Um, but for, even for um, for someone who has not uh, played a ton of Pokemon games in recent years, would you say that Arceus or this is a better like introduction back in? Mm, that's a good question. I would probably say this, just because it is okay. more like traditional more of a traditional, Pokemon game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is fun. Like I think the stuff that Arceus does mostly carries over like the idea of having this like living pokemon world where you walk around and see pokemon just wandering around like it is cool to see and like i think if you're used to like walking around in the bush and then <clears throat> it triggering a battle like you don't get that anymore now you can like actually avoid the pokemon like you can just walk on by them if you don't want to initiate a battle um which is not overly inventive for like rpgs i think that most of them have been doing that for a while now but for pokemon at least this is relatively new so yeah, 
I, I would say if you haven't played a Pokemon game in a while, this is definitely probably worth picking up. And here's the thing I always think, too. Like, I I have to believe that they're going to fix these issues. I, I don't think they're going to rest on their laurels on this one. But, you know, it's just a matter of when it's going to get fixed. And even, again, for me, I haven't had too many issues. I would say if you're going to play this game, probably try to play it docked. And I hate saying, like, don't play it handheld mode because that's kind of the whole point of the Switch. But... I've found that I have significantly less issues when I'm just playing docked, which I guess kind of goes for the Switch in a lot of cases. Like, I've noticed in a lot of games, not just on Pokemon, like, if I play docked, it's generally a better experience than playing undocked, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll I'm going to be playing more of it, for sure. So, nice. I'll get to that more next time. Uh... Also been playing Spider-Man Miles Morales, which has come to PC. I have been wanting to play it for a while, but I've been holding off. Told myself I was going to play it on PS4, and then I'm like, I'm going to get a PS5 eventually, which I still haven't done. Uh, and now it's on... Um, yeah. Instead, it's now on uh, PC, Steam Deck, uh, if you want to play it on there. And uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. I'm kind of glad i've waited on it a little bit because mm -hmm. man the game goes by quack quick sorry not quack <laughs> um i'm probably like an hour and a half into the game and i'm already like 15 percent done through the game and i'm like yeah that seems fast um yeah which kind of sucks because i kind of wish there was more to it than that but it has been a pretty quick experience thus far um so, um, yeah, I think that's my major complaint, but like in terms of like the, what I've been, uh, doing in terms of like the, the gameplay and combat, I would actually say it's in some ways it's better than, uh, Spider-Man for PS4. Yeah. Just because the combat I find is more interesting. The like Venom thing that Miles does works pretty well. And I've been actually using that quite a bit. Um, even like uh you can save up enough venom to do like a punch but like i've been trying to get it where i can do multiple punches and i i could string together like one or two together um yeah, it's fun um and like i don't know the first spider-man game had those like annoying mary jane sequences which this doesn't have so far i did like one mission early on where it was like oh your mom's making christmas dinner and the power goes out you got to go turn the power back on but i'm like eh, it's right. still better than the mary right. jane stuff from the first game so you know i i do like it more but yeah the length is kind of curious for me i'm still I, i'm kind of curious how long it's going to take me to beat it but like some people online have said like it takes five or six hours it doesn't take that long to beat and i'm like i could see that if i'm only like an hour and a half in and i'm 14 percent done the game i don't think there's going to be much else and i'm playing on the highest difficulty too because yeah I played the Spider-Man game before, so I figured I I, I kind of know what I'm in for. So, I think what's crazy is that they released that as like a like almost full price game. Like I know it was a little cheaper because they they're like, all right, well it's not not you know standalone thing altogether, but it's pretty close. So like they didn't, it wasn't like forty bucks. I don't think. I think it was like fifty or something like that. Yeah, something like that. It was crazy. like it was. It's not like. Yeah, it's it's definitely a regular price game, which feels a little yeah. little weird. Um, 
but it's still a fun game and like i don't know it gets me more excited for the proper sequel that we're going to be getting yeah rather than yeah i i uh i think that the only thing that i'm i'm a little bummed that you don't get on the pc is the playstation uh uh what's it called force feedback stuff that they they have in there like the the haptic feedbacks on the on the playstation 5 controller because it feels really cool um the way they oh, tied into some of the web attacks and stuff um but yeah the, man it, that game looks incredible and uh mm. it, i think that there is plenty of uh of fun stuff to do in it and the story was pretty good so yeah um yeah it's uh it's mostly been a fun game and like i i'm still got some ways to go in it but yeah uh definitely would recommend on pc i think like the graphic fidelity options are nice like i i haven't played it on my ps4 pro but it does look really good on pc so uh and i've been managing to get 4k 60 fps so i don't even know if that's possible nice. in the ps5 version so yeah probably not uh it, it it definitely runs really well if you have it in performance mode but i don't think it's running in 4k true 4k i think it's like doing some upsampling or something like that yeah yeah so uh yeah oh go ahead i like i like the uh i like the way they kind of switched up some of the progression in that game because it's i think the original spider-man it was pretty much just like unlock these powers uh this had a i guess they did have some of it where you had to like complete a specific challenge to kind of unlock like a tier of of something on each of of the trees um this one i definitely remember having that uh where you had to like do like a stealth thing and you could unlock the first move or something a special move for the stealth tree um yeah yeah it definitely you can tell the game's a little shorter too because like the progression systems definitely seems very limited too like yeah yeah um and even like the suits there's not as many suits as there was in like the ps ps uh four well proper spider-man game i guess but yeah I've been unlocking some of them. Like I did get enough to unlock um, the. Um, there was one particular suit I wanted the Into the Spider Verse suit because it did come with some effects mm-hmm. and stuff. So mm-hmm. I got that one. I've been sticking with that suit just because nice. it kind of looks cool. Like even the animated like swinging around looks just like it did on the uh, in the movie there. So. I'm curious to see if, because I, I haven't finished it either, uh, I'm curious to see if actual Spider-Man ever does show up, because the, the whole premise is, like, Spider-Man's out of town, and you're, mm. like, filling in a Spider-Man. <laughs> so I'm wondering if, like, he shows up towards the end of the game to kind of, like, you know, team up or whatever, or if it's just going to be a solo show the whole time. I do think he'll he'll probably show up. But also, too, like, I'm curious, too, because, like, it seems like it's borrowing a little bit from the Spider-Verse movie, because, like, yeah. uh, well, they they allude the prowlers in this, and they also have Aaron Davis in it too. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they've been doing things a little differently with that story than I was yeah. expecting. So I was like, I don't know what's going on with this. I do think they're setting him up. It's gonna probably be like Doc Ock, where it's like, oh, it's a sympathetic villain. Right. But, right. Yep. Yeah. I'm kind of curious how it's gonna pan out, but we'll see. We shall see. Uh, so far, I'll give it like an eight out of ten. It is fun. Uh, and I've been playing both on uh, my computer proper and then also on my Steam Deck. It's great that the progress carries over. Like, I was playing on my computer and I was getting lazy and just wanted to, like, lay on the couch. So I picked up my Steam Deck and, like, 
I think a very underrated feature of the Steam Deck is just like how it just updates those cloud files so you can just play and pick up exactly like where you were on the last system you played it on. So I, I know it's probably like something most people are like, oh, I do that already, but like, I don't know, playing Miles Morales, I'm like, oh man, this is so great. Like, I've finished a mission, saved, waited for my cloud, saved update, and then I booted it up on my Steam Deck and just started playing it again, so. Um, also picked up Goat Simulator 3, and I was very confused. I'm like, did I miss a Goat Simulator game? Because I only played the first one, and then apparently they just <laughs> skipped a second game, just went straight to a third. Very okay. confusing. Yeah. Uh, Goat Simulator 3 is probably the the funniest game you'll play. Just because it is full of references to other games. Uh, there's like, you know, in Assassin's Creed games, when you go on top of like a really high place and you synchronize, uh, you can do that here. You have to like climb up with your goat to what, like a really high up place and then you synchronize. So like very clearly they are poking fun at so many different games. There's even like a hallway that they call like a spooky hallway. And it looks like PT. It's just stuff like that. Like it's just... Like, clearly they're having a ton of fun of it. Um, yeah, if you've played Ghost Simulator, you know the gameplay. You run around as a goat. You can headbutt things. You can lick things. Um, yeah. You can light yourself on fire, then headbutt things for a flaming headshot. Or headbutt. Stuff like that. But yeah, Goat Simulator 3. It's stupid dumb fun. I probably played it for, like, at the most, like, 30, 45 minutes. So I haven't played a lot of it, but it's fun. Uh, I'd probably give it, like, a 7 out of 10. I, I do think it's fun, but I do wonder, like... How much more of it I'm gonna play before I'm just like, uh, this is this is this is enough goat simulator. Uh, and then uh, next up is Warcraft Arc Light Rumble. Uh, this game is not out yet, but I got invited to play it early, which was fun. Uh, if you're not too sure, or if you've never heard of this before, it's kind of like a lane. It's almost kind of like a I don't know. I want to say it's like a mix between like a MOBA and like a tower defense game, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. It seemed like tower defense, MOBA, auto chess kind of weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's that's exactly it. So as you play, you have these units that you can send out and these leaders that support them. And uh, pretty much you have to like go along the lane and take out your enemy and there is, like, a uh, rock, paper, scissors kind of mechanic of, like, flying uh, minions can do damage against land minions. And land minions can do better damage against range and all this stuff. Like, there's certainly, like, a certain element that you have to know what to play. And it kind of comes down to, like, who's playing things more strategically, I guess. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's fun. Uh, runs relatively nice. well. I, I've been having a lot of fun playing it. Um, and it does look like you can unlock a few different, uh, things that I would say, unlike Marvel Snap, which my big complaint with that is you have no control over what you craft. This you have full control, so you can kind of okay. craft different cards based on, you know, do you want to do like an undead kind of loadout or do you want to do, you know, mostly all range or something like that? Like you can kind of play it however you want to play it. So, uh, I'd give it like a seven out of ten i don't know if it's got enough depth to kind of keep it going for a while but it's a fun little distraction it's is it a player versus player thing or is it a uh, player versus like ai all, all the time 
So I kind of feel like, kind of like Marvel Snap, I have no idea if I'm playing against AI or opponents. Okay. okay. <laughs> I feel like there might be some level of, like, versus, but also, like, it could also be that they're just putting us against AI just because it is, like, a right. closed alpha. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But it is fun. Uh, and I was looking around at some of the things you can spawn, which kind of leads me into my next game. I got very nostalgic for Warcraft 3, and I did buy Reforged back when that garbage-ass game came out. And I thought I would reinstall it and play it. Just because playing through Warcraft, Arclight Rumble, I was like, oh yeah. Remember, remember Warcraft 3? And uh, so I was playing some Reforged. And I just played a couple matches and it was fine. It was fun. I, I forget how much I like playing Undead. And it's fun playing Undead knowing that we're getting the uh, Death Knight coming to Hearthstone very soon. So it was a little, little nostalgic for that. So. I don't know. I still don't know if Reforged is worth buying. You could probably just play regular Warcraft 3 and still have some fun. But, yeah. Uh, Call of Duty has probably been taking up the most amount of time in the last two weeks. Um, my goal was to Prestige before uh, Pokemon and Spider-Man came out. And I, I did manage to achieve that goal. I did find <laughs> the newest way to cheat out in the Call of Duty. I don't know if it's really cheating, but like uh, they have this new mode called Invasion, which fills the map with a combination of player-controlled characters, but also um, also to some AI opponents as well. Okay. And um, you still get like proper credit and like whatnot for even killing the AI. So going into Invasion really? and like stacking up your your XP boost and your weapon XP boost. I was just climbing the ladder oh, so fast. So yeah, that's what I need to be doing. Okay, that's yeah. a good tip. That's a good tip. Yeah, because yeah, I'm already I'm already prestige, and like I've unlocked so many things for my weapons, and it's like honestly, you don't like whatever weapon you choose. Like on, I think I got something like on average around ninety kills a game, just because like there's so many AI opponents, it's easy to get like triple kills and whatnot. Uh, because you're not playing against all uh, human opponents. So I would definitely recommend if you want to like cheat out and get as much XP as possible, load up some of your XP boosts and just go into invasion. Um, you know, there is still some human opponents, so you do encounter some, but yeah, there's also like, like I put on like a sniper rifle and I just went in to invasion and I just like crouched on a rooftop and it just was like, I sniped like something like six or seven AI it's, it's like just constantly like leveling up my sniper rifle like new level new level new level and i'm like oh my god this is too much so i don't know if that's nice. that's necessarily out there in the ethos yet but like yeah definitely if you wanted to climb the the ranking fast play invasion with some xp boost it's, it doesn't take long and it Sweet. doesn't hurt that that it's also a fun mode too because it's just this massive mode there's weapons. They drop uh, kill streaks as like pickups that you can pick up. So I got some really good ones. There was one map that like is just like a big long road, and I got the stealth bomber that just drops a big line of bombs. And I just looked at where I was like lined up my shot, and it was just like all the opponents were all on this one street. Street, and I'm like, this is too easy. And I just did it, and I just went like bombing run down the street, and it, like. I think the game just stopped giving me, like, awards for the kills at that point. They were just like, you've just killed, like, pretty much the entire team. So, um, I have still not touched the campaign that much, but I will eventually. 
I do want to play more of the campaign. It's just, yeah. I, it's I'm decent. More... It's definitely not as good as the multiplayer. I think the multiplayer is definitely better. Yeah. And the multiplayer is fun. And, like, um, the one thing I was, like, kind of getting a little bummed out about, it was, like, I wanted to unlock the skin, but then it said you had to do a finishing move, and it, the game never explains how to do a finishing move. And to do one, basically, um, uh, essentially, it's, like, how you do it is basically you're... Um, I don't know, if, again, if this is something that's easily, like, explained. is like, you have to hold the melee button. And, yeah, when you load the melee button, or you, like, hold it behind an enemy that's unaware of you, you'll trigger a finishing move. So, I was trying to do a finishing move for the longest time. And just, every time I get up behind someone, they would turn around, or, like, somebody would kill me. And I'm like, ah, God's sake, I just want to kill somebody. Uh... With the finishing move, and I finally did. It was the, probably the most satisfying thing, and it wasn't even, like... On paper, it's not the most hard thing to do, but there right. we are. It's funny. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what I gave Call of Duty last time for a score, but I actually like it quite a bit. I don't know. I, I think, like, multiplayer actually might be stronger than Modern Warfare, the, the last one that came out, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. I could be going. I think, I think it feels pretty tight. I think I think the maps I think will just get better hopefully. Uh, but yeah, once I got used to that, I, w- I was pretty on board with this one. Yeah, and I definitely do think that like if you're like I, I don't know. I think like the the stuff with leveling up the different weapons and stuff was a little obnoxious, but it's kind of leveled out for me where I don't mind nearly as much. Mostly just because I've been playing around with different weapons and I've just been naturally unlocking things. Also, again, it yeah. does help that I'm playing on uh, Invasion and I get those boosts, so it's easy to like get a certain thing going. So, I don't know. I complained about it at first and I still think it's a little weird, but I don't think it's bogged yeah. down my experience as much as I yeah. was thinking it would. So, nice. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that trick later. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, I'm yeah, it's... Like you'll see, you're, you'll level up pretty quick, um, yeah. And then of course, also too, to kind of like top it off too, there is the um, that new uh, battle pass, and we got like something like fifty credits each yeah. to like spend on the battle pass with the vault one vault edition mm-hmm. we got. Uh, so yeah, I went through and I was getting a lot of cool stuff from that. So yeah, that definitely was giving me the winning advantage. Not gonna lie. Um, but yeah, still fun. Um, I gave it like a nine out of ten last time. I still will stick with that. I don't know if it's above a nine out of ten for me, but man, it's still a great time. So yeah. Uh, and then um, I've also been playing Marvel Snap. Uh, man, that game is fun. I I don't know if I like it more than Hearthstone. I uh, I've I've heavily contemplated that. I think Hearthstone is still better for me just because. Hearthstone has more control over your experience in terms of, like, crafting cards you want. And, like, I feel like the decks you play in Hearthstone have a bit more emphasis to them and kind of are more widely used than, like, Marvel Snap, where it's like, oh, they've added a new location, like, every two or three days. I have to make a new deck or new whatever just to, like, deal with that location. So I, I, I do find that a little frustrating comparatively to Hearthstone, where, like, I can play as a certain deck in Hearthstone for like two, three weeks, and it largely will still be pretty good. 
Um, but the thing I like about Marvel Snap is I've been getting a lot more uh, cards and I've been leveling them up and like getting them to like legendary is awesome. Like they just look fantastic. Uh, I will say too, I did try this on the computer and it fucking sucks. Uh, I don't know who fucking designed the PC version of this, but they need to be fired because it's fucking garbage. Oh no. <laughs> well, what it is is like, okay, when you play the game on your phone, it forces you. Um, it basically forces you into the same aspect ratio as it is on your phone. And then it just fills in the rest with, like, a random background. So like, like, letterboxing it, basically, but vertically. Yeah. yeah. That just, sucks. And I've ran into so many bugs where, like, I, I tried to get past the... I tried to log in, or I tried to... Because I figured, like, okay, cross-progression. If I log in with this, it'll carry over my progress. But for some mm -hmm. reason, it won't even get past the intro to the game. Or it won't even let me log in. Mm. Yeah. Well... That's good to know, because I was literally looking at the Steam version, like, oh, I'll just put it on my computer, and that way, if I'm, like, you know, working, I can just take a break real quick, play a couple games, and then go back to work without having to, like, pull my phone out. Um, but it sounds like I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it sounds yeah. like it's uh, miserable. Yeah. Like, the way to play is on your phone, honestly. Yeah. And even then, I still have some complaints with it. Like, I do find it a little weird that, yeah, you have to hold the game like, vertically, like... Uh, Hearthstone, I guess, comparatively, it won't let you do vertically. It's, like, locked in horizontally, which I guess I kind of right. prefer. Like, holding your phone for a longer period of time, I prefer, like, holding my phone phone landscape rather than vertically. So, I don't know. Yeah. But I got some cool cards. I've been, like, getting some, like, a lot of villains. Like, I got, like, Apocalypse and Mr. Sinister. I got uh, Thanos. Thanos is fucking crazy in this game. Um... I've been having a lot of fun playing with him where when you put him down, he shuffles uh, the Infinity Stones into your deck. And then uh, when you play them, they've got like they've got like certain kind of effects and stuff. And uh, it's just so cool. Definitely if you get uh, Thanos, uh, you're going to be building decks around him, I would say. Nice. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, um, yeah, because I think, yeah, like, the Mind Stone draws two stones, uh, the Power Stone, uh, gives Thanos plus ten power and stuff like that, like, they will have some really cool abilities and stuff, so. Um, yeah, I do like it, and I've been enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would, um, I don't know, I, like, I do balance my time between Hearthstone and this quite evenly, uh, and I didn't expect that to be the case because I thought in my mind, I'm like, okay, like I, I probably will play this as like just something I play once and forget about it. But I've been very surprised at like how much this game has been a lot of fun. So yeah, definitely would recommend you start playing it. Um, and yeah, it's been laughable how playing this game with people who are, clearly never played a card game collectible card game right. it's it's right. laughable sometimes like like i i'm not trying to say i'm like as a pro level player but like as someone who's played hearthstone and other games before like to see someone like just playing cards so incompetently bad i'm just like oh my god it's like, gotta be like it's gotta be like five-year-old children or like you know what i mean like well, it's just it's gotta be younger kids that don't really have any 
experience because I can't figure out how else it would be that bad. Well, I I have to think too. Like this game is probably drawn in people who are Marvel Marvel fans, exactly. but it probably yeah, yeah never played a collectible card game. And like this is not a brawler or like an action adventure game where largely you can pick things up pretty quickly. Like comparatively to like Miles Morales, where like it's a relatively simple game to pick up. You you swing around and you fight people and solve puzzles and stuff like this. There is certainly like, I think people are going to learn the hard way that like you have to have decks that synergize. And like, I I feel like some of these decks people are putting, they're like, Oh, professor X would be cool. Let's put him in a deck, but they don't put any cards that would support professor X or whatever right. else. So it's right. just been interesting. Cause like compared to Hearthstone where, you know, they were drawing and people who play Warcraft and collectible card games and like people kind of knew quickly what they were doing. This is drawing in a crowd that probably is, yeah, doesn't have quite the understanding of how these games play. And I think it's just, it's not bad. It's just funny more than anything. So I'm just like, I, I've been winning a lot of games and I kind of feel bad because I'm winning not necessarily because I'm like the best player in this game, but just because like everyone mm -hmm. else is just not. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, there's some fun... I think once you start to get a good collection of cards, I think that's when things really open up, in my opinion, at least. So Yeah, I agree. Because, um, yeah, I, I, I... Does it tell me? I can probably boot up the game and it'll tell me how many cards I have. Um, I have quite a few. And I've been unlocking some variants, too. And some of the variants are pretty fun, too. Um, mm -hmm. Do you have any, like, fun variants that you've had so far, or No. Just mostly like the ones that I've gotten are either like the the uh, video game pixel art ones. I've gotten okay. a couple of those. I haven't gotten any like super good ones other than that. Um, but I've had a handful. I can't remember. Like I got I got an interesting uh, no Sentinel one that looks pretty cool. I don't know. There's, it's been it's been mostly uh, just the, the pixel art ones for whatever reason. So, so far, I have 73 cards in this game. Nice. So. Yeah, I think my collection level is 200-ish. Like, I stopped, like, cashing in my things for a little bit so I could grind the uh, the ranking out a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm at 199 for my collection level right now, so I'm not yeah, far behind. So I have not gotten Thanos yet. I want Thanos. <laughs> Thanos is great. It's interesting. Like, they have, like, the same pool of cards, but you can unlock them in a completely random order. Which is like, uh, which is cool. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and it just keeps you keeps you wanting to see what the next one is. Like I kept I keep looking to see if I'm going to get something that's going to synergize with my double dinosaur deck. Because um, yeah. I've just been using like these. I have Moon Girl and the Devil Dinosaur combo with like a Sentinel in there, and I just try to you know draw as many cards as possible, and then drop a Devil Dinosaur on like the last turn. And if I'm lucky, I'll get two of them out there. Um, if I get um, know her uh set up but it's been pretty effective like it's been i've actually been finding the armor card to be quite good um because armor uh basically any cards that armor is in the same location of can't be destroyed mm. so i've actually yeah. been having like a lot of fun just like putting out armor and like uh there was like the death's domain location they just put out and like any anything out that gets played there gets destroyed but if you have armor down it like voids that effect so nice um yeah that's i don't know it's a fun game uh yeah and then, yeah. yeah i would i definitely would recommend playing it if you haven't and uh yeah 
uh, it, it's fun. It definitely is not what I expected, but it's fun. And then finally, Hearthstone. Uh, I've been playing through, mostly just saving up gold for the new expansion because, man, this expansion is going to be costly. Uh, because not only do they have um, the Death Knight, they're going to have the core set, but they're also going to put out a pack of like preset cards so you know what you're getting. And that's going to cost 2,000 gold. And then, of course, there's the expansion itself. So, like, right now I'm at around, like, 60... Or, like, 6,000 gold, which is going to be around, like, 60 card packs. Well, minus the 2,000 for the the thing. So, yeah. I'm just saving up because I want to make this as, as close to the free-to-play as possible. Um, but, yeah, that's coming soon. And I'm very excited. I think... Um, I think this might be good for Hearthstone to bring some people back who haven't played in a while, just because Death Knight is pretty cool. And like now, people are playing stuff like Marvel Snap, so maybe people will be like, "Let's let's let's play our uh, Hearthstone again," after maybe giving a break from it. So, anyways, that's it for this week. I'm trying to think of what's coming out soon. I got Callisto Protocol and Midnight Suns pre-ordered, so those I'll probably talk about those next time. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Callisto Protocol. Uh, that's first week of December, I think, right? Yeah, it's uh, December second, I think. Both yeah, okay. I'm hyped for that. Yeah. So, cool. Well, until next time, everybody. Bye for now. <laughs>